Hi, and welcome to our community. This is Saratova Best. We are, if you ever want you to know who you are, um, this is the mimer that will give you a sense of who you are. It kind of imagine the following. Um, you're working in a school for many years as a kindergarten teacher, excuse <clears throat> me, and one day um, they come to you and they say, you know, we noticed that you're extremely artistic. So next year we want you to be the art teacher or the art director. And um, because you seem to be very creative with your kindergarten class. So now you, you or they say, you know, right away you're starting to be the art teacher. Not next year, right away. So now I have a new job description. I didn't know from now on I'm the art teacher or the art director. I need to find out what an art director is. <laughs> to step into it fully because otherwise it's great to be it. That's a, it's a new title, but um, I want to know what it is so that I can really do it effectively. So this is a mimer for Shavuos, and we're just going to do paragraph Dalai, the fourth paragraph, which is explaining how God has many names. And one of his, he, as he is in nature, um, as he is above nature, many different, as he manifests himself in, in different identities, he will, he will do it through different names. When, and when he takes on a certain name, that name he attaches to you. He attaches to every single yid. I would say in a way, titrate that name of himself into your physical body. You know, if you know what titrating is, they take homeopathic remedies, and they take a sugar pill and they drop a dropper full of um, a certain liquid each time a different liquid into that sugar pill. And it just is completely absorbed in the sugar pill. And that's why all the homeopathic remedies look like little white pills, but they all have a different substance that has been absorbed into them. So here we're going to find out which name of God has been titrated into you and how you see it in your physical body, it's been titrated into your body, which means you are a walking expression. You are that name of God on wheels, walking around the world. You have now, now, if you didn't know that before, now you know it. You will know it from this mimer. And that gives you a whole new job description. And once you have a new job description, you probably, probably want to find out, okay, so what does one do? with that job description. <laughs> um, and by the way, if anybody wants to make a comment, press star six, please. Okay. So, a couple of the names that, that, that Hashem has is Elohim, that God has. Elohim. As he manifests himself in the laws of nature. Meaning, when everything looks normal, you know, you look out on the street and there are cars parked and then people are walking and the sun is shining and everything is very normal. That is how you know that Hashem, God, is expressing himself as Elohim in the world. He does it through the laws of nature. Then, as he does, expresses himself through the name Kael, not quite sure what that identity is, um, but that's the name that he attaches to the angels. Gavriel, Mishael, etc. Those names of Hashem with Aleph Lamed added on the end because he attaches his name to the angels and they're able to then do what angels do. Does he attach the name Aleph Lamed Kale to us? No, he does not. 
So what name does he attach to us? So that's one of his other identities. It's called Yudke Vavke. Havaya. Yudke Vavke. That name, Yudke Vavke, is the identity he takes on, so to speak, when he's going to break the laws of nature. Plus, plus. So, for instance, the difference is you, you look outside and you see cars and people and everything's normal and and the birds are there and people are moving their cars and driving their cars and feet and everything's regular, then you know Hashem is expressing himself as Elohim. And it's a sunny day. And then, and it's the middle of July. And then, if all of a sudden you turn around and you see a snowstorm starts, a, a, a full-on snowstorm, and it's 80 degrees outside, and people have their air conditions on, conditioners on, and all of a sudden it starts to snow, and the snow is piling up, like it's a blizzard of snow. <clears throat> and there are 10, there, and very quickly in a few, few minutes, you've got 10 feet of snow on the ground. Then you know that Hashem, that God decided to break the laws of nature for various reasons, and He's expressing Himself as Yudke Vavke. Because, oh my goodness, what just happened? Nature has been completely altered, or at least for those moments. The laws of nature have been bypassed or altered temporarily, and Hashem and God is doing something else. So that name of Himself, Yudke Vavke, in which He breaks the laws of nature, that's the one he attaches to us, titrates into our body. One of the other things he does in that, in that, um, with that name is, it's called Havaya, Haya, Haiva, Viya, all in one piece. Past, present, and future are all in one piece. In the world of Elohim, in the normal world, there's a past and it's gone. Remember when you were six years old and you went to the store with your mother and you wanted to buy a lollipop and she said this and you said that and, you know, you asked her, could we buy these and all of that. Remember that? That one's over. You're no longer six years old. That's in the past. And then you dream about the future. You know, oh, next year we're going to spend the, the winter in Florida we're renting a condo there, and it's going to be so nice, and we have all these different plans that's going to be. And then there's right at this moment. And it's not all happening simultaneously. There are three distinct types of energy, past, present, and future. That's on the level of Elohim. On the level of, of Havaya, it's all in one piece. It all happens at the same time, whatever that would look like or feel like. So those are two things that we know about Yudkei so now we're going to see that we are an expression of Yudke Vavke, and then at the end we're going to try to figure out or take on for homework what Yudke Vavke, those two energies that we just mentioned, what would that mean in my life if I realized, oh my goodness, hmm, I've got a new job description. Okay, so we're going to, this is um, this is my Mar Malukas, say from my Mar Malukas of the Rebbe um, Chelet, Salad, the fourth one, and it is page Reish Ayin Gimel. It's a minor for Shavuos called by Yadav Elokim is called Varme Elu said in 1969, the Shavuos of 1969, which I cannot um, hold back from mentioning that this is in the weeks before Woodstock happened, because Woodstock happened in the summer of 1969, and even though it wasn't a holy thing, 
it created a revolution in the world that lasted for many decades, very significant revolution in, in, in the world. And we know that all these revolutions come out of my mind that are said. So, and when the Torah is given, it creates a new, a new, it's a new level of Torah every year, which creates a new heaven and a new earth, a new world. So, the revolution that became possible through Woodstock in so what the summer happened of that day? What like, happened to Sarasova? I Wood, didn't understand what Wood, happened Wood, that day. Woodstock, Woodstock was a it was a big musical fest, music festival that created a the hippie revolution. So what, the what? The what? The what? The hippie revolution. The hippie revolution. Oh, the hippie revolution. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Thank you. we're just going to say yeah. So so that means that the world changed drastically from the way it was in the 1950s, which was a pretty conservative world. And then at the end, in the 60s, and especially after Woodstock, the world just turned upside down, like we're seeing now. But there were some very positive peace. It was all about peace and love and all that is an equality and a whole new way and the changing of the values and all of that stuff. So we understand that those kinds of revolutions come out of, although they're not not all the pieces of them are holy um, in any way, shape, or form. And yet the essential revolution of the world has to come out of what happens every Shavuot. So because it Mockentire produces a new heaven and a new earth. So we are learning this, this mimer that was said exactly on that Shavuot in those weeks before this world revolution. And we're saying it especially because now we're in another world revolution. We don't know what the future is going to bring. It's a lot of years since 1969, so we know what happened in the years after. But when it was happening, we didn't know what the future would bring. So we are standing at that point again where there's a lot of upheaval in the world. People are demanding new values, hopefully, but we don't know what's going to come from them. We do know the end, Mashiach, but the short run, we can't quite tell. So we're going to help create it through this minor. Okay, so we're in Ice Valley. We're just going to do Ice Valley, paragraph four. So again, we're saying that Hashem gives his name of Kale to the angels, Michael, Gazriel, etc. And he gives his name as Yudkevachitwa. So there's a minor, I think, of the Al-Sarebbe, I believe. Um, I'm not sure. Um, that explains this, that Hashem gives his name, Yudhevak, say to us. So our bodies actually reflect this name of God, Yud and He and Vav and He. The Yud part is the Chachma, your Chachma in your Nefesh, your wisdom, your ability to think. The, the, and Chachma is a very um, uh, concentrated form of, of, of knowledge. It's just a dot. You know, it's a this flash of, of, of understanding, and it's not fleshed out. It's just very concise. You know, there's one drop, and boom, it's not at all fleshed out. So the yud of the name of Havaya is the chachma in you. And the hey of Shem Havaya is your, the bina in your nefesh. Which, what is bina? What's the difference between chachma and bina? We learned it in Shari Yechud. Chachma is a flash of knowledge. And and Bina is fleshed, fleshing it all out, opening it up, expanding on it, explaining it, understanding it all its details. As it says here, what is, the Mitzvah Rebbe says, 
What is Bina? Lahabin Dabar Mitach Dabar. To understand something from inside of it. For instance, you look at a tree and you say, what is a tree really? You want to understand it from the inside. So here's the question. What is the inside of something that if you understand the inside, you will understand what the thing is? I look at a tree. What's inside the tree? So that that will make me understand what it is. What is inside the tree? The Dvar Havaya, the name of the word of Hashem that is inside the tree. So the Baal Shem Tov says, the Prophet, about this Prophet, that Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, forever your word stands in the heavens and creates the world. The world keeps coming into being through Hashem's word, Hashem's word in the heavens. So, and it's always there. So, um, the Dabar Hudibur Atma. So, what is the Dabar Hashem? It's his very speech. It's standing in the heavens and it's making this whole thing, this whole world possible. Every single second, a brand new world. See, that's the thing. Every single second, a brand new world. We can relate to that now because we're in a very chaotic time. And even the most, most conservative people are saying, I know somebody spoke to me about a certain shear and they said, what title should we give for the shear? And they said, huh, two weeks from now, it'll be so different. The world will be so different. We don't even know what to call the title. The title fit very well two weeks ago. Will it fit today? I don't know. And will it fit in two weeks? Who knows? Everything is changing by the minute. So, um, so the speech of Hashem, which is something that is too high to come down into the creation, the clothes are, it's generally called arsitis. The zela having dover mitach dover. So what does that mean? You want to understand something. What is a tree? What's inside the tree? The Dvar Hashem. The Word of God. Okay. That's what it means. Shayudeh Hizbanenus Dvar Hashem. What does it mean? That when I do Hizbanenus, deep meditation in the Dvar Hashem, HaMubash Betachem Yivan, Tashdavar. So, here's an activity. Here's homework. I'm going to say it slowly. There's only one paragraph anyway. Here's homework. So, the, the Rebbe is saying the following. When we do Hizbanenus, deep meditation, into and deep um, contemplation into understanding the word of Hashem that is enclosed in every single thing. So look at a tree. Hashem's word is inside of it. Hashem's speech is inside of the tree, making it come into being every single minute. I want to figure out what that speech of Hashem that's in the tree is all about. I want to know it better because otherwise it's just a platitude to me. I want to know. So I'm going to do this deep hisbunanus in this word of God that's inside the tree. Now, by the way, this word of Hashem, Shuha Aradovad, it's just a ray. It's not Hashem. It's not the whole God. It's just a ray of God's light in the tree. How do you know? The proof is, if you think that all of God can fit into that tree, well, if he if he's fitting himself into the creations like the tree, then it's got to be just a ray of him. He's not putting his whole self. That's in this case, his whole self into it. It's a ray of him. Finally, okay, so when I do this as funness, this deep contemplation, trying to figure out what is that word of God inside the tree, 
then when I do enough of it, I come to a conclusion, buying the idea, Shiyeshno Dover, I come to this, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. That's what I come to. When? When I do this funnies. When I do this deep contemplation on the Dvar Hashem inside of, inside of everything, then I come to a conclusion. Oh boy, that's unbelievable. What's the conclusion? I say, I can't believe it. I know now that there's a Dvar that there's something that is higher than can enclose itself in the world. I know that there's more to life than what you see in the world. Oh my goodness. That's what, that's what I get to when I do his funness into the Dvar Hashem inside, inside of the tree. I come to realize there's something higher than all of this. Oh my goodness. And what is this thing that's higher? This ray of God, of godliness, that's going to go into the tree and give it life, that's inside of it and gives it its inner essence, this one... So this ray, it, it, where does it come from? It comes from this place above the world. In other words, Hashem, God has, uh, he, he expresses himself in a way that's too big to come into the world. You know, um, if you have, you ever try to put ice, ice cubes into a, a, a bottle that has a tiny bottleneck and you have big fat ice cubes? They will not go in. Well, you can crush them, but then they're not the same, they're, then it's ice chips. Or you can melt them, but then they're not the same ice cubes. Exactly that ice cube wants to fit into this tiny little plastic water bottle. It's not going to fit. Too big. Okay. So the presence of God that hovers outside of the world is too big to fit into the world. He made that decision. So what do we need it for? If it can't come into the world, stay where you are. You know, it doesn't work for me. However, then what does that presence do? It's the, it's the source from which a ray comes down. In other words, it says, okay, I'll just send down a bit, of, a small piece of me. Kind of like the ice cubes saying, you know, you're saying, well, what are these ice cubes worth? They don't fit into this plastic water bottle. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll send out a little splinter. That's called ice chips. You know, splinter it all up and send out a little, little tiny micro piece of the whole ice cube or that just Let's say you had this big ice block, you know, the size of uh, your freezer. It's not going to fit in your water bottle. So what do you do? So you chip off a tiny, tiny chip, and then a bunch of it, and, and that little chip fits into the water bottle. So this big essence of this big illumination of God that's too big to fit into the world, he chips off a little piece called a ha'ara, Oh, don't you love the noise in the background? And he brings that ha'ara, that ray of himself, into the world. Okay. The havaya, the shame the ha'he. Okay. So now we know. The yud of shame havaya is chachma. The he of shame havaya is bina. Okay. And the vav of shame havaya is midas. Okay. So you have in you 
You have in you, okay, this is one explanation. You have in you, Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei. I'm going to finish the last one. The Hei, Achorin, Yud, Shem, Avayu, Yiratitas, Kabbalatol. Okay, what does that mean? Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei has been titrated into your body, as we said. He just drops it right into you. And you become a walking, living example, a walking, living Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei, walking around the world. Not just hovering up there, you, down here in the world, on, on, on roller skates, Roller skating around the world as Yudke Vazke. And nobody knows unless they learn the minor. Isn't that interesting? They just think you're a regular person. They don't know. So where do you see the Yudke Vazke in you? So your Chachma part is from the Yud, is the Yud. Your, be, your ability to, you know, have these concise ideas. That's the Yud. You've got the Yud of Hashem's name. The He part in you enables you to understand, really understand what's the, the idea within the idea, what we just said. And the Vav are your meters. And the He of Hashem's name in you is Kabbalah Sol. So, that, that's the first part. Um, okay, and now the Rebbe says, Umam Shechba Interesting that at this point, the Rebbe stops and says, and by the way, referring back to the Mimer, I'm pretty sure of the Alter Rebbe. I did look it up yesterday. It's funny that I forgot. Um, yeah, I think in Lukate Tyra and, wow, um, wow, interesting. Um, sorry, Torah or, pretty sure, Lukate Tyra and Torah or, yeah. Okay, so now it's like the Rebbe's turning back to the Alter Rebbe and saying, okay, and as the Alter Rebbe, as, as it said in the, in the original Mimer, now we go to the next concept. Interesting that kind of like, you know, um, pull back, refer back to where this all comes from, and now we move forward. Okay, so these four letters of Shem, Yudke Vavke, that's in every single Jew, they are also in his body. So if you're a Yid, and then that means you have the four letters of Yud, K, Vav, Yud, and He, and Vav, and He, and you, in your Neshama, right? Well, for sure in your Neshama. No, also in your body. And this is the emphasis here. Also in your body. I'm trying to cover the microphone from the drilling and sawing that my neighbor is doing. Okay, now watch this. Your head is the form of a Yud. Your body is the form of the Vav. So again, your head is the Yud. Your body is the Vav. And so you have, your head is the Yud, your body is the Vav, your five fingers and your five toes are the hay and the hay. Like good, your head, hay, your five fingers, vav, your body, and hay, your five toes. I know we have ten, don't get scared. Just picture this again. You're, you're, and people do this in healing. People use this in, in healing things. Um, I, I guess probably Rabbi Ginsburg is quite strong about using this kind of healing. I don't know much about it, but it'd be interesting to look into it. So your head is the yud, and it really is. The yud of Hashem's name is in your head. The hay of Hashem's name are in your fingers. 
love of Hashem's name is in your body, and the hay of Hashem, last hay of Hashem's name is in your toes. Okay. And now again, back to the altar of it. So we can say, Shatam um, Last time I checked, thank God, thank God, there were actually ten fingers and ten toes, not five. Did anybody notice? So what's that about? It's because, here's where it gets really good. B'shem havayim mili ha'hein. In the chol ha'hei yeshnam shnei hein. Okay. So how do you spell hey when you spell it out? I guess it's hey. Like, how do you spell yud when you spell it out? Yud. Vav Dalit. Spell it out phonetically. Yud Vav Dalit. How do you say, how do you spell Vav? Vav Aleph Vav. You know, with the sound. So that you can, how do you spell Hey? Hey Aleph Hey. So the Mili are all of those extra letters that give it the sound that, um, that you don't normally see unless you spell it out. I, I, I know when anybody else explains this, I'm always lost, so I hope people aren't lost. So I'll say it again. How do you spell, if you want to spell out Yud, you'll spell it Yud Vav Dalit. Yud. Now the Yud is the revealed part, and then the Vav and Dalit are the parts that you don't normally see when somebody's writing the Yud. It's called the Mili. So the Mili of the hay is, I think, the Aleph and another hay. And so that means that when you're spelling out in the Mewu style a hey, you've got two hey's. Hey, Aleph. Hey. I think it's hey, Aleph. Hey. You have two hey's. Yesh Lomer Dayyudei HaSafet. Now, why is that? By the way, what is the Mewu? The Mewu are the letters that you don't see. You know about them, but you don't see them. Now, ding, ding, ding. Think of the energy. The parts of yourself that you you sort of know about if you learn to mimer, but you don't see it. Of course, we know those are always the parts that have the best goodies. The parts that you don't see, you know about them, but you don't see them. They're the most frustrating because you don't see them, but they give you the most goodies, the most, you know, most for your money. The most goodies are in the parts of yourself that you don't know about, the holy parts of yourself that don't know about. So here's a hint. When you're spelling out the hay, the mealy part shows there are two hays. Well, there you go. Now you know why you have ten fingers and ten toes, because it's according to the mealy. Okay, so why why is this? By by spelling out the hay for the hay five fingers. That shows that you have hay and hay ten fingers. Now, why is that? If I get God gives you one head, one body, but five fingers that are really ten, no, ten fingers that are really five, and ten toes that are really five. Isn't that interesting? So why doesn't He give you five heads that are really one, and six bodies that are really, you know, like right, or ten heads that are really one, and six, He doesn't. He gives you one head. One body, ten fingers that are really five, ten toes that are really five. Very interesting. So I'm just going to say from a scientific point of view, think about it. We we spent a, a long time on this yesterday when we were learning this. What, what do you do with your fingers and your toes? 
imagine, a, we're not going to imagine ourselves like this, God forbid. Imagine a, um, a creature that has a head and a body, some kind of an animal. There are, you know, those, um, yeah, snakes. Well, that was the problem with the snake. A head and a body. No fingers, no toes, although it's long. But imagine a little kind of um, fat, short, round creature, a head and a body, and arms and legs, but no fingers and no toes. Very different life. Very different life. Its ability to interact with the world is so limited. Let's talk about the feet. If this little animal has two legs but no toes, how far can it walk? We don't think about it, how significant our toes are, but our toes enable us to grab onto the ground. And because we can grab on and stay stable, we can climb up mountains because of our toes. And we can grab onto all kinds of terrain, which means we become pretty fearless. We can travel all over the world. Let's say we walk. Gil Locks, that's it. Gil Locks, who in the 60s or something like that, wore a tablecloth and spun across America. He would just spin. He would just spin, 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 and the state police would stop him and ask him what he was doing. And he was spinning across America. He wanted to cover the whole America. I don't know if he did. I heard about this. I and I think he became from a Mutha spot. So he's there in spot now, you know, don't need him asking about his spin. He's a regular guy now. Stop spinning. Imagine if you're going to walk, you want to walk through North America. A long walk. A lot of territory to cover all of North America, all of Canada, the U.S., Mexico. Okay. You'll only be able to get there because of your toes. Because they enable you to grab onto all kinds of territory with two stubs. Animals that have two stubs for feet, just round stubs, without uh, assistance, without a walker or some kind of walking aid, they're not going to get very far. And you just think about it. So your toes are something beyond amazing to have. They enable you to run all over the world, interact with all these you know, Sivi always says, you know, it's a good thing to travel, to travel all over the world and interact with all these different situations and people and, 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 and have experiences and adventures and, and write books about it plus, plus, plus times a million because of your toes. So there's a secret in your toes. Very, very big secret about your mission and how far you can, you know, where your mission is going to take you and all the adventures of your mission, et cetera, et cetera. We know there's there's more, you know, whoever thought about toes that, that way. We just, toes, I don't know. But your toes create your mission. Without your toes, good luck doing your mission. It's not a simple thing. I mean, there are those people, la lane, la lane, you know, they travel around the world in a, in a wheelchair, etc. But toes were created to enable people to, without the assistance of those devices, to travel all over the world, to get you into places that you normally couldn't get to. That's just the tip of the iceberg. So there's a secret to these toes. There's something, toes, just ten toes, and I can fulfill my, but really, just because of my toes? There's, there's more to the story. It, it, it feels very mystical. There's more to the story than, than what I'm thinking about when I think about my toes. Oh, I never thought about toes like that. There's, there must be a whole hidden story to toes. I didn't realize they were so important. Okay, now let's go to the fingers. There's a whole hidden story to fingers, too. Fingers enable you to touch the world. If you just had stubs, if 
those creatures that just have stubs and for hands, how much surface area is there to touch the world? You look at a tree. Why does the tree have all these leaves? Partly because if it just has branches, there's not that much surface area for it to interact with the world. So the surface area on, of the tree is, is multiplied by a million with all the leaves. The amount of oxygen that can, that can come into, oxygen, carbon dioxide, I think carbon dioxide, that comes into the leaves, et cetera, enables it to grow all this surface area. It's interacting with the world all over the place. Your fingers enable, enable you to touch all kinds of things. And it's your bridge to the world. It's the bridge that there's you, which is fairly, you're one, you're mainly a blob. So you don't have that much ability to, to explore the world as a blob. You don't have that much surface area. You know how, just measure the, the amount of surface area, your head, the rest of your body, your, your legs, your arms. Add the fingers. Oh my goodness. It's a whole other life. Interacting with realities, with places, with situations, with this, with that. Touching a flower, you know, putting your fingers on the grass. It's the exponential way in which your ability to interact with the world, with the world, the exponential uh, difference because of having fingers, we can't even imagine. So, wow, I never thought that fingers were so amazing. So there must be a whole secret to fingers, a whole hidden mystical understanding. There must be thousands of my marm on fingers and toes. There's got to be. We always figure whatever we don't know, it must be in Tafresh Samafab. One day we just have to learn it so we'll know if all those secrets are really there. Or if you want to feel comfortable knowing the secret is there, it's better not to learn Tafresh Samafab. You'll always feel comfortable knowing that the secret is there for when you're ready to do it. My father always used to say, if I owe you, it was a joke, if I owe you money, I'll never be broke. So, <laughs> so if we don't learn to operate some of love, we'll always figure out, figure that, oh, yeah, there's a there. So there's a secret to your fingers. Whatever it is, wow. Ten fingers. Whoever thought of them? Okay. So God chooses to embed his secrets, specifically not in your head, which is the good of his name, not in the above, which is the, which is the, your body, not in your body, which is above the physical, but in your fingers and your toes. That's where he has all the secrets about who you are and what the world is all about in relation to you, etc., etc., and how you can not only interact with the world, but of course transform the world by going there and by interacting with it, with your fingers you make it into a different world. That's probably one of the secrets. I don't know all the secrets. But where do we see the secret embedded? Okay, so... Um, okay. Okay. So why is... Again, so what you just said, why is Hashem adding... Um, giving us the number 10 fingers which corresponds to the hay and hay if you spell out the hay twice. Misai said what is what is important about that? Misai said be your behold in Yitirshain Avayabhagus. It adds more explanation to understanding that the form of God of Yitai Vaste is in your body. 
Yud Kei Vav Kei forms itself into your body. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know exactly does it mean Yud Kei Vav Kei is found in your body, is fully your body, the shape of your body is it. I mean, I guess all of that. I just, I can't say 100%, but it looks like that. I'm just reading the words that the union that the seer, the, the shape, the form of shame Yudke Vavke is in your body. So it's known. Um, the union of Milun. This whole idea of Milun, of selling out the holy letters. Why is the hay, um, when you spell it out, concealed? Uh, for instance, Aleph. In Aleph, when you spell out Aleph, the Aleph letter is always revealed, but Aleph, the Lamed and the Fe, are concealed. That's the Mili. Those are in the Aleph. There's a, inside an Aleph is a, is a hidden Lamed and Fe. So, right? That's if you spell it out. Inside a hay, you see the hay, one hay, but inside of it is another hay concealed. Who, why? Because the mealy of a letter is the penis and the atmos of it, which is too high to be seen. It's the secret. There's a secret in the hay, which is too high to be revealed. So let's take an example. So a person is talking and saying, oh, yes, thank you so much. Oh, please, oh, um, would you like to have, oh, please, oh, please take as many brownies as you want. Yes, 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 sure, be my pleasure. Yes, absolutely. And you say, ah, well, hope she doesn't eat up all the brownies and made them for life. <laughs> 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 you know where I'm up to. So that means a person is speaking, but he has a kavana that you don't know about. Or let's say, I mean, in the negative, he has an agenda. He has an agenda. Yeah, I'll tell her to eat all the brownies. Next time I need a case of beer, I'll... <laughs> Next time I want to borrow her car, she'll give me her car. So in other words, there's an agenda. You speak, and you speak. People hear what you say. But then there's a whole other kavana. So let's say in a positive kavana, um, whatever it is. Uh, so I'm saying, oh, yes, so nice to meet you. Thank you. And really I'm thinking, hey, maybe I can make a shit up between this girl and that guy. Like, keep on talking to her. So I have an inner kavana that you don't know. What you know is what you hear. But then there's a whole other inner story that you don't know. That, the Rebbe says, is an example of the hey looks like a hey. Inside, but hey, looks like a five. Looks five. Inside is a whole other secret. There's another hey, which makes it double. We can move on. So what does that tell us about ourselves? Because in the end, all we really want to know is about ourselves, which is good in this generation because we're co-creators. So why does the form of Yudke Vavke, as it comes into your body, and I guess shapes itself as your body, Dafta, Yeshkam and Milehen, why is there this five fingers, five toes, really ten fingers, ten toes, secret thing? Couldn't it just be five fingers, one head, one body, 
five fingers, five toes. Hashem could have put two on one side and three on the other side. Why did he have to do the five fingers or the ten? What is this about putting this secret reality into your body, through your fingers and your toes? Who? And here comes the secret. Because in your body, the penis and the atmis of Shem Yudke Vavke is right there in your body. It's not only that your body is a physical form and expression of Yudke Vavke. The very essence and the penis of Yudke Vavke, which is a whole other thing, besides its shape. One of the things about Yudke Vavke is how it has a shape. So you have the shape. What is the shape of Yudke Vavke? Look at yourself. Anything else you know about Yudke Vavke? Yeah, like, shape is nice, but there's more to life than a shape. I wonder what the essence of Yudke Vavke is. Good, look at yourself. Everything I have to look at myself? Well, that's where you'll get all the info about Yudke Vavke. He bestayed the Asam Shach Hashem Havai Begul Because we have a little... Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I'll explain this yesterday. In order that you should bring Shem Havai into the physical body, who dafka Yudhe Pinus Asam Yudhe Shem Havai. Okay. All right. Here's the example I, I gave yesterday. Imagine you have this, there was this story many had a few hundred years ago about this girl who was the most beautiful, the most, like, beautiful physically, spiritually, emotionally, like, the, the, the most, the most, needless, amazing, and, and, and smart, but sneezing, but, but, but humble, but, like, you name it, top of the line in everything. And they were wondering who, who could possibly be good enough to marry this girl? And it turns out that her shidduch was a boy who was physically deformed. It's a whole, it's a whole amazing story. So imagine if they come to a girl who's, you know, 19 years old, top, top girl, and, 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 and really sweet girl, and this and that. And they propose to her a guy who's, like, and she's smart, and she's sensitive, and she's deep, and she, and they propose to her a guy who looks, pretty hellacious, not in any way smart. He doesn't think about all the, he all he thinks about is cars. And she's like deeply proficient, thinking about the essence of life all the time. And, and he's like, all he talks, thinks about is cars. He looks disgusting. He, uh, he, he has no aspirations for creating anything with his life. He, he basically sleeps all day. Like me, you know what I'm saying? And they come to her and say, would you be interested in this shit? And she says, is there some secret I don't know about? And I say, no. So like, uh-huh. Have a nice day. Thank you so much. That was really sweet of you to think about me. Um, don't call me. I'll call you. Who would consider such a shit? It's ridiculous. It's just insane. So, so, so to speak, imagine they come to you at K. and say, would you be interested in a shit with a physical body? Well, what, well, tell me something about this physical body. Well, basically, always interested in eating, drinking, and sleeping. Uh, first is obsessed with eating, then eats too much, then feels tired, then has to go to sleep, then, <laughs> then like, has to go get rid of the waste product that, from all the eating that it did, then, you know, feels hot and sweaty, so it's like, it's like yes. and UK Vasquez is like, oh yeah, sure, great, sounds like a great sugar. Who thought this one up? Who in the world could possibly make this shidduch? But Yitke Vavke, which is the miraculous, time-bending aspect of God, 
wanting to make a shidduch with this gross, disgusting, reeking, tiredic, nauseating, pimply, smoke meat sandwich consuming, washing it down with diet Pepsi and stuffing their face with french fries and ketchup um, body. You think the UK Vavke will say yes to such a shidduch? No way, ho, they. So who's going to make the shidduch? So then you need to call in somebody who's like, no, 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 it has to happen. It has to happen. We need to make the shidduch. Who in the world can pull off the shidduch? Who is it? It turns out that Yudke Vavke has kind of like a, let's say, a twin sister. The Pneus and the Asmius of Shem Havaya, the deeper part of Shem Havaya says, I'll make the shidduch. But the revealed part of Shem Havaya is probably thinking, oh, this is so gross. <sighs> this is so gross. So the Pneus and the, the essence of, 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 of Shem Havaya has to come along and say, I'll make the shidduch. Don't worry. I'll pull this one off. And that's what it has to do. Because otherwise, they are such opposites. It is not showing to work. But the Pneus and Asmus of Shem Havaya knows the truth. And it knows that this is a perfect Shidduch. It doesn't look too appetizing to begin with. But in the end, when all is said and done, this is the best place. This is the best Shidduch for Yudke Vavke. You get this disgusting Kaizadeh. Anybody having more French fries? You know, what are you thinking now? Beer? I'm thinking, anybody have any ketchup? <laughs> I always tell this story that this whole group of, of tourists, non-Jewish tourists came to 770. I was so excited and they walked to 770 and said, oh, ladies, ladies, ladies. And I gave them a whole speech about the, the epicenter of reality and creation, this whole mystical, Kabbalistic speech. And they said, oh, thank you. Could we ask a question? I said, yes, surely. And they, asked, they looked me straight in the eye and asked, is there a bathroom here? <laughs> That's why they came in. They wanted a bathroom. <laughs> so this shidduch of Yudke Vavke, it's a perfect shidduch with our body. But it doesn't seem appealing to begin with. But it gets good in the end. We know we are, we're the Kala. We're the Kala. And we know that it's worth it to make a shidduch with us, even our physical body. There will be nachas yet from this shidduch. Don't worry. <laughs> there will be offspring and nachas from this shidduch. But the pneumius and the atmius of, 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 of Yudkei Vavke has to be the one that makes the shidduch. As we said above. So in order for the main Yudkei Vavke that's in your soul to actually come down and be in your body, that gross shidduch. It's that gross shidduch means those whoever calls listens to this um, uh, uh, a match, a matchmaking match. How does it happen? How do you get the revelation of shame havaya yukevaske that is in your soul comfortably to actually now reveal itself in your body uncomfortably? How do you do it? You need to call on somebody who's not part of the equation. Who's that? Anaisi. Remember Anaisi Hashem Melakecha. Anaisi is, is higher than Yudkevavke. So it will come and squeeze the Yudkevavke that comfortably gets ensconced in the, your soul 
doesn't get so comfortable in sponsoring your body, it will come and just boom, get it in there. Because it comes from a higher reality. A knife you come from a higher reality than all of this can get your tevake to stick in your <laughs> annoying body. So what is the difference between these two things? Shachidish Bagilu Yashem Havaya Shabinishama Gambi slash Fishuf Rakanagelamakan. Okay. So there is this wow. What's the wow? There's a Achidish, the wow, when Hashem the name Yudke Vavke, Hashem's miraculous part in your in your Nishama also goes into your body. It's that's a wow. When somebody says, Do you know that you have Hashem's very name, Yudke Vavke, in your Nishama, in your soul. I'm like, I can believe that. Okay, do you believe that you have Yudke Vavke in your body? Uh, I don't know. I have to think about that. That would be most people's reaction. You say, I'm telling you, it's true. Really? Yeah, it's true. Wow. Okay, so what's the wow? The wow is not about, you mean, Yudke Vavke, God can go to such low places. God can do anything. The wow is the place. Yeah, one second. I just want to say this. The wow is where he decides to go. One second. Let me just hold on. Okay. Okay, so again, so we're saying the wow is, okay, Yudke Vavke will come into my soul. Yeah, okay, I could believe that. Come into the, the physical body. Mm, okay, really? Such a place? That's the wow. That's the finish. The place where he chooses to go, wow, even he chooses to go there, Shasham Nim he, Shachagili. He, he, he reveals himself in such a schmaltzy kind of a place, really? That's the wow. That's the Kiddush. So, so when Anaychi comes along, you know, Anaychi Ashenalakecha, comes along, it's higher than Yudke Vavke, and it will pull down Havaya. It will pull down, like, hey, you guys, you're coming with me. Hey, Yudke Vavke, you're coming with me. Come on, let's go. Boom, down into the physical body of a Jew. No, no, please, please. No, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll, you'll, you'll like it. He, it's like Anaychi comes along, the higher level of... of of God, which is even higher than Yudke Vavke, pulls Yudke Vavke right down, very down low, into the physical body of, of of a Jew, and who's sitting there picking his teeth. He's flossing his teeth. There's a Jew flossing his teeth. Yudke Vavke comes down into that body of a Jew, and like who's sitting there? I mean, before he flosses his teeth, <laughs> but but etc. The Achidosh. So the chiddush in the form of shein yud kevavke in the body. So there are two chiddushim. The one wow is wow, such a place. Woo! Yud kevavke chooses to go to such a place. So we got a little hint before. Well, no, 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 chooses, but Anaki comes and drags him down, Drag, drags yud kevavke right in. So that one gets done. And the other chiddush is, I mean, I'm being a little bit sacrilegious, but. I'll be forgiven. And the other Kiddush in the form, I guess Tila is like the picture, the form, the shape, 
you look it up in a bunch of dictionaries, it wasn't so simple. The form, the shape, etc. The chiddush in the shape of shame, and the form of shame yudke vavke in the body is actually, there's a chiddush in shame havaya itself. That means if yudke vavke comes down and becomes you and forms itself into you, your head, your body, your fingers, your, your toes, yudke vavke does not stay the same. That is not the same. Once it comes down into you, it gets clearly gets an elevation. Okay, this we said before. The name Yudke Vazke and your physical body, these are two opposites. That's the like amazing, gorgeous, gorgeous every way, girls, emotionally, physically, spiritually, need us, blah, 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 and the gross, disgusting guy who really, bleh. Kind of. These are two opposites. In order that the name Yudke Vaske Yudstair should, um, we looked it up in the dictionary, disguise itself in the costume of, we could say, the, the, the shape of your physical body. I guess that's about the closest we can get. In order that Yudke Vaske should agree to come down into and shape itself into you, or Yudstair, anybody, I invite anybody to to look up that word, Yud, Sadik, Tes, Yud, and Yud, and Resh. Again, Yud, Sadik, Tes, Yud, and Yud, and Resh. Yitzha'er. Any Hebrew gram, grammar people, it looks like one, it means kind of, in order for Yud Kei to shape itself into your body and to kind of disguise itself in the costume of your body, so to speak, in order to do that, it has to want. Wow. Okay. Oh my goodness. Here is here is the secret. Why do you have ten fingers and ten toes? Here we go. In order to for Yudke Vavke to form itself into your body, how do you get it? It's not. This seems to contradict, but it's not by pulling down a, a force that's even higher than both of you. Although. Unless he comes and pulls Yudke Vavke down into the, into the body. But yet, there's another thing that makes the whole thing happen. Because you need a key. So guess what? You have Yudke Vavke formed into your body. But you can't necessarily unlock it. Like, let's be honest. If we are Yudke Vavke, and I'm just going to take a break from the body of it to see what the challenge will be here. Which is... Um, so, okay, if you are Yudke Vavke on wheels, essentially, walking around the world, you're an expression of Yudke Vavke. So now what do you know about Yudke Vavke? When God decides to follow the, the rules of nature that he makes, cars should drive, people should walk, streets should, you know, sidewalks should remain, sidewalks, everything, trees stand in one place, uh, birds fly, all that stuff. God ex- expresses himself as Elohim. When he decides to break the rules of nature, you know, all of a sudden a snowstorm in the middle of July and it's 80 degrees and you're sweating and there are 10 feet of snow, or elephants start, you know, elephants walk all around the street. So, you know, whatever miracle, the 10 plagues, etc., or good miracle, that's when Yudke God expresses himself as Yudke Vavke. He can break, he can make miracles. He does make miracles on the level of Yudke Vavke. Well, welcome to the world. That's your new job description. You became a miracle worker. Now that you know that you are a physical expression of Yudke Vavke, 
He's a miracle. He makes miracles on when he comes as that identity. You now are a miracle worker. Hmm. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. What are you going to do with that? Interesting. Well, guess what? And, and another thing, we're used to time, past, and present, and future are very different from each other. You know, the past, huh, let's talk about, let's not talk about my past. Oh, the future, who knows? But present, that's all I know. But in Yudke Vaske, they're all in one piece. That changes your whole life. One second. The past and the present and the future are all in one piece, and therefore I, all of the ramifications of that, which is a whole for bringing for five hours of when you realize you are the form of Yudke Vaske walking around the world, you're Yudke Vaske on wheels. Understanding, I need a key to unlock. I heard it. I read it. I need a key to unlock that new, that knowledge to realize, whoa, so how do I really step into what it seems I am? How do I unlock it so that it really becomes me? I need a key to unlock this. There's the secret. Okay. You see that? So I'm a, my form is Yudke Vavke. But it's not enough. It's info for me. It's info. That's all. It's information. I want to unlock it from just being information about myself that I learned in a mimer and I can impress people by telling them, they'll say, oh, wow, that's so interesting. And I can, I want it to become reality. I need a key to unlock the Yudke Vavke in me. It becomes me and changes my whole life. So where do I get the key? Remember you have, remember the five fingers, ten fingers? There's some secret in there. There we go. There's the key. Um, oh, so in order that the, the name Yitke Vavke should form itself, so to speak, into the, the physical shape of the body, it's not by bringing, it's not by pulling down something higher than it. Why not? Because when you call on a higher power to make something happen, it pulls it down lower. Like, um, you know, my brother-in-law is the police chief at Precinct 124, so I have protexia, right? And no matter what happens, I'm protected. He pulls all the strings and he breaks all the rules. Good. It doesn't, so, so if there are unsavory people walking on the streets, then he pulls all the strings and I don't have to be afraid. But he doesn't change the unsavory people, does he? He just moved around some of the rules for me. He hasn't transformed the unsavory people. They just went to somebody else. So that means, that means that when you pull down a, from a kaya higher than yours, you can bring things, you can bring a very holy thing down very low, but it doesn't change the low thing. It's kind of a temporary thing. It doesn't change the thing. So in order that the name Yudke should form itself into the form of the physical body, how do you do that? You know, make that shidduch, Yudke Vavke, really forming itself into the body. How do you make the shidduch? How? It is by pulling down the penis and the essence of Shem Havaya. You get the penis of Shem Havaya will come into the mix and it provides, it becomes the key to unlock the whole thing. It's like the Shadchan. 
who's the shadchan to make the sugar happy? You came up, she says, no way. That's disgusting, fat body. I'm not going there. No. Give me away. The shadchan is the tenuous of Yitke It's able to get a whole, able to make a whole match happen. So where do you find the tenuous of Yitke Vavke? Huh? In the secret of your five fingers and ten fingers. Right. So, in other words, that's why you have to have that's why you have to have five, ten fingers that are called five. Because inside the secret of how you spell out hay is that there are two hays. So that means inside your very body is a secret, the secret information, the secret code that unlocks all this amazing stuff that's happening. UK love K is coming into your body, but give me a key, the, the secret code that unlocks it all. The secret and code is embedded in the fact that your five fingers, it's spelled out hey, all of hey, really are ten fingers. There's a secret Essence of your kevavke is embedded in your fingers and is embedded in your toes, which means it's embedded in your whole body, which means it's embedded in the part of your body that interacts with the world. That's where the secret is. The part that enables you to do your mission in life, to go to here, to there, and all these places, and interact with all of these things, that's where the secret of your miraculous power is embedded in that place, in your fingers and your toes. The whole secret is there. So when we think, you know, whoever I am, you know, how much can I do or how much can I interact, there's a secret. Every time we interface with the world and it feels like we can't, because we forgot that we're your Kavovsky in a physical body. So I can't do a crazy, it's a ridiculous statement with that, knowing that, and also, oh, but what about the past, and what about the future, and what about, not a problem. This whole thing, well, yeah, give, where, where are we going to find that, that secret code to, to, you know, if I had access to the secret code when I'm facing all the challenges in the world, I wouldn't be struggling so much. Where do I find the secret code? It's right there, in your own body, in your fingers, and your toes, the very things that take you around the world and interface with the world, they carry the secret. They carry the key that unlocks the code. That's the amazing thing. In the very places where I feel the weakness is where the secret is embedded. And um, so in order the chain Havaya should form itself into the physical body, it's it's by pulling down the revelation of the penis and atmos of Shem Havaya, which is, we said, the new Havaya, which causes Shagam Havaya Atma the penis, because Havaya the penis, Havaya in its very deepest essence, ain't a mugdar together Because the penisic part, this key, this code cracker that's inside of you, why, is, why does it have the ability to crack the code? Because why does it carry the secret? 
because it's not limited to Ruchnius or Gashmius. And therefore, it's the, the secret is that the essence of Yerkei Vavke is not limited to being spiritual or physical. It can be all of those things at the same time. And therefore, that is the secret. That is the secret that's embedded there. The essence of Yudkei Vavke knows that there is no limitation whatsoever in Yudkei Vavke. And that would be nice information if it was about somebody else. But it turns out it's information about us. There in truth is no limitation on the level of your, of course, on the level of your neshama, your soul. There's actually no limitation on the on the level the, the level of your physical body in how miraculous you can be, how many miracles you can create, how much you can affect the world, and how all of time, past, present, and future is really in one split second right here, and you can transform all of it in this way. So, and what we can bring on is what would we need to do besides learning the mind to really actually step into living this way. And I'm just going to end with saying this. In a t- time of chaos, we, we keep saying we had, we had an incubation period with corona when we fast or two from Purim to Shavuos, and we upgraded, and we upgraded in our holy domain. And then we had on the dot, as we keep saying, Matantara, a very strong light from Torah came into the world. And then, boom, the next day, the world went into chaos. It's in these, we understand everything became fluid. All of, everything melted down, you know. Every, every, everything that was solid became, I mean, all the junk of the, all the, not Torah, but, but all the externals of the world that were solid became fluid. It melted down and you can reshape them into anything. We once had a teacher in seventh grade who brought in a, a silver menorah that he made, and he got this wooden um, wooden uh, mold, and he said he made it in that mold. And then he took the he brought a little pot and a little flame, and he put put the the he, with a dreidel. Sorry, he took put the dreidel in the pot, and now it was just liquid silver. And then he melt he poured the liquid silver into the mold, waited a little bit of time, maybe it was lead. And he opened up the mold, and now you have this this dreidel again that was that shape. And then we all spun the dreidel, and then he said, let's try it again, and melted it down again. And he did it a few times. He would melt it down, pour it into the mold, let it dry, let, let it harden, and then we would all play with the dreidel. And then he would take it out and melt it down again. We are now in the meltdown. Wherever, the good thing is that he didn't need to put that dreidel back into that mold he could have made it into something else. He decided to keep making a new a dreidel every time, put it into the same mold. If he said, well, let's put it in a different mold and create something different, create a coin, create money, whatever it is, or create a different object, he could have because he had melted it down. We are now in the meltdown, which means we have the ability, if we are a good Vodka on wheels, designed to create miracles and designed, of course, to lead the world and designed to take past, present, and future in, and have it all in one piece and, and, and reshape all of reality, I guess it's our push to step up to the plate in these moments 
and mold and 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 decide which mold to put this melt, melted down world into when it finishes with this, so that we come to a world of full geula, miraculous, peaceful, beautiful, loving, all all the adjectives, world of geula mitzvah It should be immediately now. <laughs>